Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 251 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her love of the outdoors. Oh, man, have we got a terrific show, because you know I love the outdoors. You know that. I'm biased, (laughs) horribly biased. Just know that this episode is made possible by our wonderful friends at Smarty Pants Women's Vitamins, the delicious once-a-day gummies that contain all of the essential vitamins, minerals, and omega oils customized just for women. To learn more, hop on over to SmartyPantsVitamins.com. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind, her body, her life. It's all about her. All righty. Now, here's your first official reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because I love to hear from you. That's why. That's a simple reason. Now, I'm going to be giving you another reminder later on, but just get your fingers ready to run on over to iTunes. Just saying. All right. It's time for her. So, I'm reading the Wall Street Journal, my go-to first thing in the morning, and there's this fabulous uh, column that shows up on Mondays. In this column, it's sort of like the wild and crazy-ass things people do, you know, to stay fit at all ages, and just really novel, interesting stuff. And I just love to read it because, you know, I'm on the board of trustees of the American College of Sports Medicine. I am a senior Olympic triathlete. I could go on, and all I want to do is go outdoors. That's all I want to do. I'm just just telling you that. So here I see this picture of this beautiful athletic woman you know, over there picking up garbage. Yes, she's she's outdoors and she's picking up garbage. And I'm like, what the? And then I'm reading this thing and her exercise is picking up everyone's litter. And, and then this new word came up, plogging. What the hell is that? And so I said, okay, I'm going to find this woman. I will stalk her. I will hunt her down. And she is now going to tell all of us about what this is about and her wonderful work with Natural Habitat Adventures. So who is this? It's Lauren Dealey. Now, Lauren has built a life around finding joy and laughter in the wilderness. That's me too. Me too. I love it. In her current role as an adventure specialist at Natural Habitat Adventures, she helps people like you and me experience some of the world's most stunning wild places. Oh my gosh. And you've got, so this is crazy. You've got the Colorado backcountry. Oh my God. And you're constantly filling your reusable trash bag on every journey. Uh, all I can say is, Lauren, we want to hear more from you. So Lauren, welcome to the Her Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. So what the heck is plogging? Would you please tell us? <laughs> you know, it's such sure. a great word. <laughs> well, I wish I could take credit for it. Um, I believe it was uh, a gentleman in Switzerland who kind of came up with the idea that you're picking up litter while you are jogging. Uh, you put the two words together and thus plogging was born. Uh, but it's something I've been doing, gosh, for over a decade now. Um, 
it started when I was living in San Jose, Costa Rica, and the closest green space was a big municipal park that was full of litter, uh, lots of beautiful views, but also lots of litter. And I just couldn't run past it anymore. Um, so I realized I could do something about it instead of just complaining. So started picking it up. And then one thing led to another. And as I kind of continued to do this on all of my adventures, uh, both urban and out in the wilderness, uh, I started finding kind of themes and uh, kind of typical types of trash that, that people would leave either intentionally or unintentionally out in the woods and, and out on the ground. And so thus my love of plogging was born. I love it. And I can so relate to this. <clears throat> I mean, seriously, because I do, you know, uh, very serious hiking and uh, I've done the Grand Canyon twice, rim to rim, staying wow. over at Phantom Ranch. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I can tell you right now, I am so sensitive to, you know, making sure that my little TP is put away. I have my own little TP bags and everything. <laughs> yeah, I got those damn things. And um, I've got everything all set up and I'm, and I'm like crazed when I see, you know, people's litter anywhere, especially... You know, I don't care where it is. It could be a city park. It could be the Grand Canyon. It makes me, it drives me crazy. And that's a very short drive. So I'm just yep. saying <laughs> that everyone needs to be, you know, on top of this. I just thought this was brilliant. Now, how, how can people, you know, really wrap their heads around this and do this safely, you know, in the um, era of COVID? Because nobody wants to touch yeah. anything now. Because now we've got the whole COVID-19 thing going. So when you see someone else's stuff, how has this changed for you? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, and in some ways, nothing has changed. Um, because at the end of the day, we're still picking up litter, uh, which is not um, by its very nature clean. So even before the time of COVID, you know, the, the concept of doing this came part and parcel with doing so in a way that allowed me to maintain kind of safety and, and you know, a good quality of sanitation while I was in the back country um, where you don't have access to things like, you know, your home kitchen sink and lots of soap and hand sanitizer at the ready. So it's something that I've taken quite seriously from the start. Uh, so two things. Uh, one is kind of being judicious, you know, about what, what you're picking up. Um, you, know, you had mentioned kind of the, the TP side of things, and that's really where I think a lot of this took off. Um, you know, folks often think, oh, it's a tissue. You know, I can uh, just toss it over here. It'll biodegrade. So the first step is kind of being aware of, of what you're leaving behind. And I'm a big follower of Leave No Trace Ethics. And one of their founding principles is to be prepared to pack everything in and pack everything out. And if you don't know, assume you should be packing it out. Um, you know, if it's not there to begin with, then it shouldn't be there when you leave. And that's true for an orange peel, just as it's true for a Kleenex, or if you're using that tissue uh, to, to kind of deal with your personal, uh, personal business when nature calls. So first step is be prepared to pack everything out. And for me, that means carrying my own reusable trash bag. Uh, what that is, is just a dry bag. You know, it's a reusable bag that I can clip to the, the outside of my backpack. Um, it's large enough that I can use, you know, flip my hand uh, inside of it, 
pick up what I need to and never have to touch anything. Um, I also make a habit of traveling with a little hand sanitizer. So if, uh, if I do have you know, an instance where I come in contact with something, I can kind of quickly manage that uh, to keep the whole scene clean and safe. Um, and that certainly hasn't changed. Uh, but if I have any concern about kind of if it's something that uh, could be potentially hazardous, um, I make a, a decision in the moment, right? The idea here is to leave nature better than we found it, but also not put ourselves at risk. I love it. God, it's just so nice to know. I mean, it's a relief to know there are people like you. Um, you know, really all of us have to do this, but, you know, we also need some inspiration and leadership. That's why when I read the Wall Street Journal piece, I was just saying, oh my gosh, what a phenomenal idea. At first, I learned a new word, um, clogging, <laughs> which I now fully understand, and, and also an inspiration behind it. Have you found that other people are plogging now or is, is like plogging a thing? Yes, very much so, uh, especially out here in Colorado. Um, on a micro level, when folks see me do it, and I often am, am very vocal about what I'm doing um, and kind of make a big show of it. Um, I started a blog mostly to document this in kind of a tongue-in-cheek way, uh, but because my friends kept getting really frustrated with me, constantly stopping and asking, you know, complaining about this. So I said, oh, well, I'll start a blog, and that way everyone will know. Well, my blog has about eight followers, so I don't know if it's quite yet at everyone. Um, but when I'm out there and I, and I do have an occasion to, to see something and pick it up, especially something that was clearly intentionally left on the ground, you know, not an accident, nothing that, you know, a little corner of a, of a cliff bar wrapper or something like that, that might've just accidentally blown away, but something that was intentionally left there, I do make a big show of it and do so in a, a positive and kind of fun and, and cheeky way so that the folks around me can understand one, that item shouldn't be on the ground. And two, you know, you don't have to just walk past things. You can be a part of the solution. Um, and every time I do, I then encounter those folks again on the trail and they'll, they'll show me what they've picked up. <laughs> so it's, it's a bit of an odd interaction, but people come running up to you saying, oh, look, I picked up all this trash. Like, Great. That's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think it does have a ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a thing now. Um, people just need to understand that there's a, a, a tremendous um, goal here to honor um, the wilderness and to honor um, nature. You know, you're going into a sacred place you know, um, and you've got to make certain that you're not nastying this up uh, in, in a way that, that, you know, I, I think of it as protecting the animals, the fauna, the flora. Um, I don't want any of them coming in contact with any of my stuff. Um, I want them to have as natural a habitat as, as is humanly possible. Um, and uh, I'll find myself picking up other people's stuff. I just do that because it just makes me crazy that um, an animal might come along and might pick up a a cold or a virus or something that they shouldn't have um, only because they ate something that we left there um, or whatever. So I, I take it very personally. 
I just have a ridiculous respect for um, nature and the outdoors. So everything you're doing just, you know, makes me into a very happy camper. Tell me about Natural Habitat Adventures. Tell me what, what you do there and what that is. Yeah. So we offer small group uh, safaris all over the world. We are also the exclusive travel provider for the World Wildlife Fund. So the majority of our safari-style trips uh, are focused around giving people a really intimate experience with wildlife and the natural habitat that they live in. Um, And the two kind of realms of my life, this love of plogging and my professional life, kind of coincided when... uh, I was out hiking with a number of coworkers and using my reusable trash bag and we're kind of musing about the impact that it would have, you know, natural habitat adventures, um, services about, gosh, just shy of about 10,000 travelers annually, um, all in really small group settings. So about seven to 10 guests per departure led by a high level naturalist guide from start to finish. And so we thought, well, wouldn't it be great you know, if we could give one of these reusable trash bags to our guides, they're always in the field. They're always picking up, you know, this kind of micro and macro trash. Um, and many of the areas that we travel to, your trash uh, is a difficult thing to deal with. They don't have the same kind of infrastructure around waste management that we do here in the U.S. And so it is a challenge, uh, especially in these wild places. So one of my coworkers um, kind of mentioned, well, it'd be great if everyone had one of these. And next thing you know, we were getting uh, Deuter, uh, Deuter company to sponsor, sending us hundreds of these reusable trash bags to get out into the field. And wouldn't you know it, on the trips, uh, people see the guides picking it up. It's certainly you know, nothing that we're requiring guests to do. Um, but inadvertently, you know, people, when they see that behavior modeled, they also want that feeling of, of making a positive impact right there in the moment. Uh, and so they do choose to help. And, and we now kind of have them as an option for folks to get as, as a little complimentary gift on the trip if it's something that they would use. Uh, so really t- taking this idea and making it very worldwide in a way that might not have been kind of a straight line. But gosh, I, I sure am happy about it. I love it. I, I, I totally love it. So what you're doing is you're you're sharing and spreading the message globally. I, I just think yep. that that is just awesome. It's, so it's global plogging. Oh my God, it's a thing. <laughs> global plogging. We could run with it. You know, um, I, I'm just saying, I'm going to put this out to you, right? Why don't you Instagram pictures of what you find? You know, it's a it's a good idea, and I do a little bit. I actually had taken uh, a bit of a break from social media. I found that it was kind of creating a very comparative mindset that wasn't very healthy for me. So I took a break for quite a long time. Um, I am now kind of back at it and uh, and doing so in a more in a way that is a bit healthier and a bit more responsible for me. Uh, but that was really the idea with the blog was to to photograph it, um, kind of create these fun, cheeky stories around, you know, what I'd found and, and where I'd found the worst or the best trails. Uh, but that really is, is the idea uh, because I think the more people see it, the more people realize, oh, you know, I don't have to just leave this on the ground. I can choose to behave in a more responsible way. Well, you know, I, I think it accomplishes two goals. Now I'm sort of, you know, helping you here. I think this is a very <laughs> hot idea. Take the Instagram pictures um, with the goal of of making people aware. It's it's an eye-opener of what's actually out there. And in a way, it kind of... 
kind of covertly shames the people who did that. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, putting it out there. Yep. <laughs> so it does. It's like, oh, my God, I'm the one who did that. And then um, then you say to yourself, you know, she's right. She's like, you know, and then have a really kind of, you know, smart caption to it. It's like, you know, this would have been easy to pick up. Come on, you know, come on, folks. Yeah. You know, that type of thing yes. without shaming and without sounding like you're, you know, wagging a finger or something, but just to kind of make people aware. I, I just, I think that something like that is really important. Visuals are, are so powerful to people. And what you're doing is extremely visual because you can't pick it up unless you see it. So you're looking at it. And now you want to share that experience with everybody and then, you know, intermix it, right, with pictures of the same place minus the garbage and see how beautiful well, it is. You see what yeah, I'm saying? I say, let's get out there. Uh, you're hired. You'll be the social media director. Dude, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Like I'm all over Perfect. it. And seriously. And you know, I'm also smelling something else. I'm smelling a book. Um, and <laughs> And I'm smelling a movement. I am. I'm smelling yeah. a movement. Well, I would love to see that. Why not? Lauren, seriously. We could, you know, you could really run with this thing in a big way. Um, and I could see you um, doing something with REI or one of the big guys, Patagonia's out there, um, and, and have them sponsor something like this. It would be crazy good. So I'm just sort of, you know, salting and peppering this delightful conversation with all kinds of strange ass ideas. What do you think of that? Uh, they're not strange. I think it's a fabulous idea. You know, I feel that it is, it does have a lot of resonance. You know, the, the concept of being in the outdoors, I think everybody gets that same sense of joy and love and connection with our planet when you're out there. Um, so it's never made much sense to me that folks would either knowingly or, you know, unintentionally litter. Um, and then it, still doesn't make sense how you can just, you know, walk past this stuff and not take the brief moment to pick it up. So I, I agree. I think there's definitely quite a lot of resonance there. The good feeling you get, you know, my partner and I uh, had an opportunity to hike Mount Kilimanjaro this past December. And I was astonished. It's the only one of the kind of seven summits that I've ever had any interest in doing. Um, and there is quite a lot of trash uh, on the mountain, which is really upsetting. Uh, you know, the world's largest freestanding volcano. You assume people are going there because they have a love of the outdoors and they want to experience something that is truly unique. And right next to melting glaciers, and, and we are probably the last generation that will see those glaciers on that mountain, there are piles of used hand warmers, um, which just baffled me. So I do think that kind of working with some of those larger players to get a little sponsorship going uh, so that we can, can get out to some of these places in both remove what's there and help educate, you know, the, the folks that are working and, and managing the stewardship of that mountain um, to keep it clean once it is cleaned up, I think is the most important. Yeah, it's just, you could, everyone out there in the Herb Podcast land, you could just Google um, trash cleanup at Mount Everest. I read, you know, that uh, they, they'd closed down the mountain to clean it up, okay? And in addition to finding an assorted, you know, uh, number of dead bodies, which was kind of, you know, bizarre. Um, th there was something like uh, uh, metric tons of junk. Mm -hmm. Metric tons is crazy. 
It's like, yeah. what in heaven's name are people doing out there? And there's no respect. I, 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 there's just no respect for nature. I don't understand how people could wake up in the morning and, and just not have that respect. But I think that part of our issue, um, I'm really enjoying standing on this sandbox too, um, is, is to, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ranting and raving, um, is, is to make a connection between um, respect for our typical whatever city and town lives and respect for nature, which gives us this magnificent, um, you know, these these magnificent uh, forests and, and fauna and flora that allow us to have this rich and fabulous um, experience of living. And um, my God... Uh, there, there's, there should be no disconnect. It should all be just free flowing between what yeah. we do, you know, in our typical and I quote civilized lives. I use that term incredibly loosely, um, <laughs> and then what happens out in wilderness. You know, wilderness. I'm telling you, when you go out there, you know, it's a very, very humbling experience to just stand in the middle of a forest. Um, and, and realize, you, you know, if you think you rule any of this, you can just forget it. You, you are, <laughs> yes. you're, you're just a small piece of the action and, you know, there's no question you're a living being too, but so also is that black bear over there, right? Mm-hmm. And so also is that magnificent owl and yeah. so also is that rabbit, you know, I mean, it's just all one thing, man. And yeah. there, there's no nobody ruling over anything. We're we're all in this together, and uh, to to be able to honor that and stop polluting each other, ugh, you know, that's where it's yeah. at. So that's why I love where you're at. Oh man, have I just been ranting and raving? <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're preaching to the choir here. It is wonderful to hear kind of a kindred spirit in this, uh, in this experience of life, you know, being able to get out there and, and really feel that sense of interconnectedness, I think enhances anytime you're out in nature. And, you know, I'll say it doesn't have to be some wild backcountry adventure that you've traveled, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles to get to. Um, I think the big thing that it's really forced me to do is look at, you know, look at things more closely, right? If you're looking at the ground and looking for trash, um, you really are focused on kind of what's right in front of you. And it is a beautiful experience of being really present. So, you know, that can extend to your neighborhood park. It can extend to where, you know, your, your kids might play the streets that you walk your dogs on. If you're lucky enough to live somewhere where you have access to, to trails, whether they're maintained or not, you know, that those places where you find that sense of connection, um, they don't have to be far away from home. And I think now, you know, in the time of COVID um, <laughs> that we're all going through, I, I really kind of rekindled the love of my, my kind of local home haunts. Um, and it's been wonderful to kind of bring this attitude uh, towards cleaning up my, my own backyard, um, both literally and, and a bit figuratively. So I would encourage folks to do that. Well, you're also encouraging people to be mindful because what you were talking mm-hmm. about was practicing mindfulness. So you're in yeah. the present, you're paying attention to everything around you. Um, so terribly important to do that. Um, if you're really going to, you know, kind of inhale 
the experience of being outdoors. Just look at everything. Oh, look, there's a cardinal in a tree. You know, mm-hmm. did she did she even look up to notice? I mean, what's going on with that? There there went a squirrel scampering around that tree. Oh, a hummingbird's over there. You know, I mean, it's just crazy good um, to be able yeah. to just inhale it all mindfully. That's why I love your messaging. I'm telling you, Lauren, if you don't do the damn book, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> and and get start out with the Instagrams so that the book can yeah. have tons and tons of those pictures. And and then I you can it. just you know, it's like you know what it is? Like a before after. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of all this, you know. I dropped twenty pounds before after, you know, bag all that crap. I wanna see what it looks like when Mother Nature is back yeah. to naked instead of polluted. Yeah, I think it's the right moment for it. You know, one of the things that's been so inspiring and really uplifting during this this time that we're all going through are all of the, the moments and kind of new experiences that folks are having now that the world's getting a little bit of a breather. Um, you know, thousands and thousands of folks in India seeing the Himalaya for the first time because the pollution has dropped so much. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, well, the same thing with L.A. and the same yeah. thing with Beijing and the same thing. Yeah. I could go right around the world. It's just absolutely unbelievable. And, it, it, you know, we should all hit the big pause button and go, oh, my God, what have we done here? So that when we yeah. establish a new normal, that it's one where we truly are, you know, honoring and respecting the environment. Everyone out there on the Herb Podcast land, we have been talking to Lauren Dealey. Now, Lauren is with Natural Habitat Adventures. And what I want you to know is that plogging is a thing. That means while you're jogging or hiking, for that matter, you pick up trash where you find it, get those reusable bags that Lauren was referring to, and just go on out there and try to clean up your own backyard, as it were. And and honestly... Here's a major plug for mindfulness as you hike and as you enjoy the wilderness. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the Herb Podcast. Thank you. This has been fabulous. Thank you so much. Hey, and everyone out there now, take a minute, hit iTunes, rate and review the show. I want to hear from you. Why do I want to hear from you? Because I'm Dr. Pam Peake host of the Herb Podcast. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peak or Twitter at Pam Peak MD. And remember to catch every single episode of the Herb Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD. Hey, thanks for listening today. And stay safe and stay well.